Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble and happy to be home from uh, three fly fishing show weekends in a row. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, was uh, was one enough for you? I know you were up at Cincinnati last weekend. Yeah, one is one is more than enough. I uh, I don't know. I always do kind of enjoy talking to people, and I definitely enjoy talking to people and um, kind of experiencing new places and markets. But uh, it is taxing. I'm not not meant for uh, long term public exposure. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh it's probably i don't know what is it a five-hour drive from your neck of the woods to cincinnati yeah it's about five um really pretty easy drive though honestly got to drive over some pretty juicy looking musky water in uh central kentucky and um not too bad at all yeah it's funny you know i we were talking before we started recording it was the first time i had ever been in uh schultz outfitters and i gotta tell you if you're in the streamer game they have their stuff dialed in yeah, buddy, I bet. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I think our buddy Ellis's head would have exploded if he had walked in there and seen all the fly time material. <laughs> I think it might have already exploded, if we're being honest. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny. I was looking at your weather before we started recording, and it's kind of been, a, I don't know, maybe a weird winter, maybe not. I mean, kind of big spurts of rain, super cold. But I looked at the, your long-term forecast, and, you know, we never know, right? You know, we certainly know we're going to get more snow. Uh, particularly where you are, but um, your temperatures are starting to creep into the, like the mid fifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it it's definitely been up and down. I mean, two weeks ago, um, parts of the the New River were frozen all the way across, and you couldn't fish them. And um, things thawed out, and water temps are in the forties now. And uh, we've had some, you know, fifty, sixty degree highs. That looks like it's going to continue for at least through the weekend, but we are having, um, there, there is about two inches of rain in the forecast over the weekend and into next week. So we'll see how that shakes out, but, uh, you know, we're in a pretty good place right now. The, uh, the question is always, you know, how warm is it going to get? How long is that warm weather that we're seeing now going to hang around and how's that going to impact our, our water temps kind of going into March um, relative to kind of ramping up smallmouth pre-spawn activity and, um, you know, musky spawning activity getting kicked off. Yeah, and I guess, you know, it's really kind of anybody's guess. I know, you know, some thinking is you guys have been so cold for long enough that this little warm bump, as long as it doesn't last for two or three weeks, probably isn't going to really change things very much. Yeah, I like to, like you said, it's just, it's hard to tell. I mean, we had a similar thing last year. It was, uh, um, the river froze at the end of December. It was in the, uh, we had negative temperatures for a couple of days. And then, um, you know, first week of the year, it was in the seventies. And, um, I think most of our muskies started spawning like first or second week of March. So it's just hard to tell. Yeah. Got an interesting question for you. Um, it's almost like uh, they may may have listened to the last interview uh, a report I did with Ellis where we talked about moon phase stuff. But Michael Smith wanted to get your thoughts on the importance of majors and minors when fishing for muskie. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's an incredibly interesting question. And the there I I have a hard time saying that there is an answer. Um my my thoughts go a couple of different directions um one i can tell you like like most people who have spent a lot of time fishing musky um i can tell you absolutely there have been times um where those windows have been um seemingly very very accurate or productive um in terms of activity um I will say, you know, like I, I say to all my clients when we're booking booking days and, and things, you know, there's a lot of talk about moon phase and, and moon windows and out of that stuff, um, it, it still falls secondary and tertiary to weather conditions, day-to-day and river conditions. I mean, the talk in terms of extremes, you know, if you have a blown-out river, because there's a major and a new moon doesn't mean you're going to go out catch a bunch of fish you know um so good good water and river and uh weather conditions definitely come first um those those daily windows um definitely i think certain days have impacts on on you know movement and feeding activity um so it's never a bad idea to you know try to play that to your to your advantage you know be in good spots at theoretically good times and um and play that game um but you know i like i I say to people um when we're out fishing or we're planning our day i mean if if that's incredibly inconvenient and it's going to be better for you like you know say you're doing a float where there's a really good spot you know right out of the gate in the morning um you know, I would not necessarily, um, you know, just because there's a window in the afternoon, I wouldn't necessarily like try to, you know, put in, in the afternoon and do your whole float or, you know, not spend much time in that really good spot in the morning because, you know, you want to get down the river to another spot, you know, for the, for the minor in the afternoon, you know, just kind of, keep it in the back of your head. Um, and if, if you spend a lot of time on the water and you, you know, observe patterns day to day, it sometimes it's really, really hard, um, because you just don't have a lot of data to work with. Um, but you know, like I said, weather, water conditions, there are factors that do conspire to create windows that are not just related to to lunar events, you know, like with any kind of fishing in, in freestone systems or, or fishing in natural rivers with um, warm water, you know, fish, you have to think about water temps. You know, there's always a peak water temp for the day, um, basement water temps for the day. Um, I can tell you there have been patterns that emerge sometimes for me when we have you know, these sunny, bright days with, with relatively high highs in the dead of winter, um, where a lot of activity happens when the water's warm for the day, you know, not much in the morning, um, not much when the sun starts going down, but you know, when the sun's on the water. Um, so 
there's more to think about. Um, and, and, but it's, it's, uh, it is worth paying attention to. I think it just needs to basically be said that, you know, if you're asking that question, um, it's not a silver bullet, you know, it's not, do I pay attention to it? Do I not pay attention to it? Be aware of it. And then sometimes use it to kind of qualify things. You know, it's like if you're out for 10 hours and you don't see anything for seven and then all of a sudden you, you know, boat two fish and you happen to look at your app or calendar or whatever, and you're in the middle of a minor, you know, definitely note that and make sure you take that into consideration when you're, uh, you know, filling out your fishing logs and planning other trips in similar conditions. And, um, you know, just like water temp, weather, all that stuff is just another element and condition to kind of pay attention to and try to try to learn from is what I would say. Yeah, it sounds like try to do everything you can, not just with this, but with everything to tilt things in your favor, but don't let it talk you out of going out and fishing. Absolutely. Because I mean, you know, so many people, like I said, going back to my booking process, you know, they're like, well, you know, I really wanted February 7th, but you know, that's, uh, you know, four days after the full moon. I really like, and it's like, you know, I, I, I bet I have caught a fish at some point, you know, some year on every day of the musky season, you know, regardless of moon phase, you know, in and out of majors and minors, it just, and you just don't know. I mean, there are, there are days that are very surprising sometimes how much activity, um, there is. And, you know, I, I joke with my clients say, you know, it only takes like 10 minutes to catch 15 muskies. So you just need to, you just need to be there and you just need to believe and put in the work and do everything you can to, to skew things in your favor, but you're, you know, can't catch them if you're sitting at home That's kind of the end of it. <laughs> there you go. And you know, folks, we love questions at the articulate fly. You can email them to us or DM us on social media whatever is easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some articulate fly swag. We're going to drawing for some cool stuff from Matt at the end of the season. And, you know, I suspect that uh, you have a, a lot fewer slots to have people fish with you now that you've been to Cincinnati, but uh, you want to let folks know kind of what you're booking how to find you and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, man, we're pretty much booking everything. I mean, I've, I've booked a few musky dates for next year um or next year um this coming fall and winter um and uh you know definitely booking spring and summer stuff i think i I might have 15 days um between march and middle of october um for some smallmouth or trout or whatever days you know you want to get in there on um still have a handful of musky days maybe um like towards the end of february but i think that might be like one or two or three um but uh you know like i always say just if you're interested in anything or have questions or want to commiserate about musky fishing or it, all of the above you know give me a call or shoot me an email and and uh we'll uh we'll make friends 
Uh, there you go. And of course, you know, don't let any of that, uh, the shortage of days dissuade you from calling Matt for trout, because if he's not available, he's got some guys that can certainly hook you up. Correct. Yeah. We got a lot of good guys, um, in the area, um, that, that know these streams like the back of their hand. And, um, of course we've got the tailwaters too, um, just down the road. So that's, uh, I got a lot of interest in Cincinnati. Um, with uh relative to to wild trout trips and uh unfortunately i can't take them all so i've got a couple of guys that are filling in a little bit yeah well there you go and you know it's kind of an interesting time of year you know uh we got show season still if there's a show near you get out there and check it out always good to kind of see new stuff and see old friends and make new ones and uh if it's nasty cold where you are just stay at home and uh watch some uh, sports and tie a few flies or, you know, if you're lucky and it's warm, get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Thanks, Marvin.